Hey everyone, and welcome back to Finding Purpose with Melanie, episode 7. I feel like I really need to push these out because I did set a goal that I wanted to publish one episode per week, but then I was not able at the time to hold myself accountable. So as the year comes to a conclusion, I want to be able to do the best that I can. So welcome. And if you enjoy these motherfucking episodes, um, please hit subscribe and leave a comment or review or hit me up on Instagram and just let me know what's good and what's going on. My goal is if I can just hit one person in a way where they can feel like, dang, like that was super cool. I'm so happy to know that I'm not alone with that with this, then I feel like my job is done. And I want to give you a brief example before we jump into today's episode. Yesterday, I had the privilege of being a part of a great friend's graduation. And he was sharing, I mean, I was getting chills from so many different aspects, um, but, but one part was actually his personal piece about who he was. And, um, one of the things that really resonated without going into too much detail is feeling this deep sense of loneliness And I connected with that and I was like, wow, like that is something that I feel a lot. Like I feel my soul feels very lonely often. And just hearing that someone else can connect with that made me feel like, wow, I'm not alone in this. Here's the thing. Some of our, uh, some of the pieces of our shadow self, and I feel like this is the intention Our shadow self makes us feel like we are alone. It wants to isolate us, okay? Anxiety, depression, mental health challenges. It wants you to isolate. It wants you to avoid. It wants you to pull back. It wants you to feel like you are alone. Why? Because humans cannot succeed. They cannot thrive. We cannot you know, pass our our wisdom and our knowledge in isolation. Humans are meant to, we're tribal creatures. We're like wolves. We're meant to travel in packs. That's not to say that I don't think that every once in a while, it is important for you as you're walking to the next chapter in your life to have periods where you allow yourself to be one with yourself so that you can become rooted in your identity but it's important to recognize, and this is, the, this is why I do the work that I do, it's important to recognize that you're not alone. And if some of the st- stories that I share, some of my vulnerabilities, you know, putting it out there on the table, you know, red table talk uh, like Jada Pinkett Smith does, if there's one person that could be like, damn, I fucking relate to that, the job is done. Because I want you to know that you're not alone. And I am super imperfect. I got a lot of shit in my mind going on and I do not whatsoever have it all together. I don't think that we as humans can 
ever have it all together. Why? Because I feel like there's an element of spirit that we often try to neglect that is super important. So humans, we have this innate like need for control. We need to control outcomes, people, situations. But what we forget is there's so much that's not in our control. And when we learn to release when we learn to have tolerance for uncertainty, bring in our higher power, our inner truth, whatever that looks like for you, we can say, okay, guide me where the fuck I need to go next. So that was a whole monologue just to share that A, I had a great time on that virtual graduation, whoop whoop, and second, It feels really good when you can relate to know that you're not alone. So I hope that some of the things that I share, A, it helps me recognize that I'm not alone, and B, I want you to recognize that you're not alone. Okay, so now we're going to get to the episode, and I'm super excited to get to it. So five tips that I think really help thrive relationships. So I'm going to be talking primarily about romantic relationships, but... I do think that there are elements of universality when it comes to relationships. I think just we maybe take romantic relationships super serious because we have something I like to call anticipatory anxiety. Is this person the one? Can I spend my life with them? Can I build? Can I have a family? You know, we put a lot of expectations on another person, which then doesn't allow us to just experience them. I always like to say, if you like me today, cool. Like let's let's make it happen. And oh, do you still like me tomorrow? Cool. Okay. You know, taking it day by day, getting to know somebody. Okay. So maybe these will cross into different types of relationships, but I'm primarily going to share five tips that I believe are important to thrive relationships, romantic relationships. Whether you're in a fruitful relationship now, whether you're single, whether you're single and ready to mingle, whether you're single and you're taking time for yourself, whether you're in a relationship that you find dissatisfaction or you have trouble with commitment, whatever it may be, here are five tips that I believe are super important. So tip number one. What is your intention for wanting to be in a relationship with someone in the first place? I think intention is the fundamental, most important thing that you need to get clear on. Okay, and that that literally spreads to all areas of life, but we're just talking romance here, okay? Intention, all right? Now, if you're a part of my tribe, okay, you're welcome, All right, I just want to say everyone has a sense of belonging here, okay? But what I would hope is that in this tribe, in this community, we we really stretch ourselves to have deep relationships with people. Why? Because service relationships, they fucking suck. Maybe short term. But ultimately, we want to get rooted with someone. That is the motherfucking goal, okay? So what is your intention? I want, as a community, now I do want to say all are welcome, okay? But 
if your intention is like objectification, you know, shallow attraction, you know, sex, whatever it can be, you know, just like surface relationships. I like to think of it like surface of the water, like a lily pad. Okay. Well, why is that your intention? Number one, I think that's where we should start. But I think it's important for you to know, like, am I seeking a relationship because I'm lonely and I'm scared to be with myself? Am I seeking a relationship because I'm in a relationship right now that I'm unhappy in? Am I seeking this connection with this person because I just want to see what they're about? You know, what is your intention? And I think it's very important for all of us to have pure intentions. Do not be a relationship hopper. All are welcome here, but I just want to say, I want us to be able to get rooted with each other. And I'm using that word a lot because I just feel like that song that Sierra made, Rooted, is just so motherfucking applicable. I want you to be able to get deep with someone. First, getting deep with yourself. But I think that if you're a relationship hopper, you aren't able to really get your needs met or even know what they are. I think that intention is the most important part. So oftentimes, you'll hear me ask motherfuckers, what is your intention here? Because I want to know. And I think by what, how someone answers that is really important. Have they thought about it? Have I thought about it? Have you thought about it? Have we thought about it? So number one, what is my intention? What is my intention for staying in this relationship? Okay. When we have intention, we begin to have direction and we allow our energy channels to flow and to grow. So what is your intention? And is it a pure good intention? I think that we deserve to treat human beings a little bit better than the way that we've been treating them. That's all I'm going to say about that. So what is your intention for the relationship? Number two. Number two always trips me up because I feel like this is the most important. Like, There's so many important elements. Number two, I'm going to say is honesty. And I feel like all of these are interwoven. It's really important to be honest in a relationship. If you're in an entanglement and you are seeking outside of your relationship to satisfy your needs, I think you should probably let the other person know. Or maybe you need to be honest with yourself, whatever that may be. Being honest with another person up front, no matter if you have to show up with knocking knees, okay? And what I mean by that is like shaky voice, nervousness. You have to be able to speak your truth and be honest with someone. Honesty is the most fundamental principle when it comes to trust building. And trust is really important in a relationship, I always like to think about it like honesty and how it just breeds trust is I need to be so rooted with someone in the way that like Neo and Trinity were rooted. I need us to be able to look at each other and we know what the fuck is going on from across the room. We need to be able to be honest with each other because I need to be able to trust you and you need to be 
be able to trust me, especially if we're in an intimate relationship. Without trust, we just can't build. And that begins by being honest, even when it hurts. I would rather have my feelings hurt. I would rather like just hurt with the truth than live in some false fantasy of what I think is happening. So be honest, even when it's really, really hard. And not only is this for us that maybe are in relationships or us that are not in relationships or, you know, us that like maybe really like someone and, and are confused. I think that it is really important. And as a woman, I am going to say this as well, because I do think gender roles can sometimes play a contributing factor. If you're feeling somebody, if you like them and like they're giving you signs that like they're feeling you too, make sure to be honest and vocalize the way that you feel about someone. We should never assume. And I think that it's important, whether you're giving or receiving, that we don't have to try to assume how other people feel. If you're about somebody, be about somebody and let them know you know, traveling back to what your intention is. Do you like me today? All right, cool. Let me know. And I want to let you know as well. I never want you to have to assume the way that I'm feeling. And with that honesty, if you're ever confused about the way things are going, I think it's really important for you to communicate that you're confused. And it's scary. It's super scary Because we live in this society where there's like subliminal messages, passive aggressiveness, where we don't just go to the source and say, hey, yo, like what is going on here? I'm confused. Can you give me clarity? So ask questions, be honest so that we can build and become rooted in trust because I need you on my A team, especially if you're going to be my A one day one partner. We got to have each other's backs. So we can't be dishonest to each other, lying, cheating, all that other stuff. We need to be 100, okay? And if shit happens, because it can and it does, and we're humans and we're imperfect, let's talk it out right away. It's all good. Have a forgiving heart. So number one, what is your intention? Number two, be honest. Speak your truth. Let someone know if you're feeling them. Talk about it if you're not. If you're having challenges, be honest because honesty is the root of trust and trust is fundamental. Number three, show up as your authentic self from day number one. And I know I'm asking a lot from you. Am I asking a lot from you? Well, guess what? I ask a lot from people because I want you to receive what you deserve which is greatness which is true love which is authenticness show up as your authentic self we live in a really masked up society and i don't like that i don't like that we can shift and change and be this perfect person for someone when that's not who the fuck that we are i have recognized that I want you to like me for who I am, not who I try to portray, not not my achievements, not my accomplishments, not you know the way that I look. Like I truly want you to like me, to enjoy me because I am me. And I also want the same from you. 
So what does that look like? What does it look like to show up as your authentic self? Well, I think it looks like trying not to be so much in your head when you're around someone, just kind of being. Um, I used to be really in my head, especially when I was a teenager, and that was a long time ago. But I used to be like, I, I felt like I had to be perfect and I couldn't be myself. It was like nails on a chalkboard just to, just to be myself. I was so nervous, so afraid of being judged. But as I got older and, and really now, really embracing this element of holism, I recognize that like I'm imperfect. I trip, I stumble, I get nervous. And I want you to like that. I want the things that don't make me, you know, desirable. I want those things to be the things that you like. So show up as your authentic self because A, you deserve to be liked for who you are. And B, it makes it easier. It's hard to be in a relationship with someone when you're not really being who you actually are. It's exhausting. It's distressing. It's uncomfortable. And I think you're going to know automatically and intuitively when you're not in alignment, when you're incongruent, you know, it's, you can't just be in someone's presence. Like there's like anticipatory anxiety, you know, guilt, shame, whatever that might be. So show up as who you are from day one. I also think that, and this is something that happened to me recently-ish, I've always been a really guarded person. I, I don't know if I always have, but for many years, very guarded because I had this belief that, you know, ultimately, you know, people, they weren't seeking deep relationships. They were just seeking shallowness. Oh, you look good. Let me try to talk to you. Let me try to conquer you. And then I'm going to move on from you. So I was really, really guarded because that never has been what I wanted so I was always like on guard, what is your intention, like who are you, like really guarded, never let anyone in emotionally, didn't show up as myself. And I came to a place where I recognized I don't want to be that anymore. I don't want to look at you like there used to be this show it was super old it was called like tim the tool man and there was like this neighbor where you only saw upper of his face it was always halfway hidden i didn't want to be hidden anymore but i also didn't know how to let someone in or allow myself to be seen well here's how you do it i have the secret sauce you show up as yourself you just show up as yourself and it's so crazy I was reflecting like, why did I let this person in so fast, so easily? Here I am being vulnerable, unguarded, keeping it real with them, keeping it 100, showing up when I was nervous, all this stuff. How did I do that? Because I had my intention. I want this person to get to know who I really am. That is my intention. So I showed up as day one, had to be honest, whatever that whatever that might be. So how to allow someone in to your walls is you have to lower them yourself. And how do you do that? You take a chance with vulnerability. You take a chance and you say, because I want this, not because they deserve this or they won this. 
I want this. I want to try this. I want to try to be myself in this relationship. I'm going to bring my walls down. It's a choice you have to make. And how you bring them down, how you hit that lever, boom, glasses down, is to be yourself. Your imperfect, silly self, whatever that might look like. Okay, so number one, intention. Number two, honesty. Number three, authenticity. Number four, I'm going to say is going to be number four. I feel like I went a little bit faster. I know what number five is, but number four to my relationship advice. Hmm. There's like so much, you know, but I feel like I, I encompassed everything that I wanted to say. Um, I'm just going to throw this one out here. I'm going to go on a whim. Because these are the things that make me happy. And I like to say, like, I'm super simple. I'm simply complex. But things that make me happy. So number four of my relationship advice. Not to date me. Just what I think is important is to make time where you get to spend with each other. Plain as simple as that. Keep dating each other. What happens is there's this honeymoon phase of a relationship. It's super good. Emotions are flying, endorphins, everything is new. You start to fantasize about who they can be for you. You know, you start going on vacations in your mind together, you know, building a, building a life together, right? All fantasy fiction. But you're so engulfed in them. Everything is new. You're listening. You're being attentive. Well, what happens with time is, you know, we talk about this in addiction in a way. You, you have this pink cloud well, the pink cloud is going to go away, okay? It just is so natural. And you may start to get in a rhythm and in a groove. You might get a little bit more comfortable where some of the things that you used to do in the beginning, go on dates, be playful, be mindful, fucking return a motherfucker's text every once in a while, whatever it could be, you know, call on the phone, cake it up, whatever, you start to live together, whatever that is, you get complacent, you stop putting in the effort that's necessary to keep the relationship. You got to put an effort in a relationship. Like everything that you do, you have to put an effort. Keep going on dates, keep exploring new things, you know, what do you share in common? Do that together, you know, are there kids involved? Make space where you can just be with that person Yes, we may be married, we may have a family, and our focus is on our children, but what was A1 day one? It was me and you, baby, okay? A1 day one was you and I. So how can we continue to nurse this relationship now that we've created this little tribe? Well, for us to be able to show up 100% for our tribe, we need to be we need to nurse and love each other. And it's, it's powerful. It's beautiful to show affection. It's beautiful to show affection in front of, in front of children. You know, it's, it's wonderful because children need to have examples of what it means to be in a healthy, loving relationship. So don't stop getting to know each other and never stop dating each other, even if you're married. Even if you've been with someone for a really long time, even if you hate their fucking guts right now, like 
well, that's a different conversation, but keep dating the person. I, I guarantee that you can re, reinforce, reinduce this element of, of playfulness, of joy. So that goes into number five, which is stay playful, my friends. Life is full of seriousness. There is a challenge, challenge of the day, crisis of the week. And what is the number one thing when external world is in chaos that then gets the fire? You bring the fire home with you on your, on your jeans. You bring it right into your relationship. Stress is, you know, I say, I say comparison is a thief of joy. Stress is the thief of the relationship. How can I keep it playful with this person? Um, be playful. So playfulness is super important for me. It's a really big value in relationship because we got to be able to laugh and enjoy each other's company, number one. And I have a great sense of humor. I love laughing. So ultimately what's going to happen is you're going to bring your inner children to the relationship, okay? That's why you're going to trigger each other. That's why you're probably going to get some heated arguments sometimes. You bring in your inner children, your inner children wounds. If you haven't worked on them, you're bringing them to the table. Now, what I want to recognize, you may be a grown-ass man or a grown-ass woman or a grown-ass they, them, and theirs. Whatever feels right for you, we're inclusive in this tribe, your grown ass something but what you also have is a little child inside of you and what fundamentally do children need to do they need to play they need to play they need to play keep that playfulness alive i cannot tell you like how important that is to like play with each other you're never too grown to do fun playful things I think it's super important. So keep that playfulness up. Um, And again, that's a powerful example to those around you. So number one, what is your intention for, for attempting this relationship, for staying in this relationship, for ending this relationship? Number two, are you being honest in the relationship? Because that is the foundation of trust is honesty. Number three, Are you being authentic? Are you showing up as who you are? Can you start to do that? Number four, continue to date each other no matter what. And number five is to stay playful. The last one, because I'm a PS type of person, PS. I think it's super important for healthy relationships to know that conflict is going to be a part of the relationship. It's hard to to coexist with another human being, but you'll learn and you'll figure it out. What's fundamentally important is to figure out a healthy way to tackle conflict and not and talk about it in the beginning. So like when you get an argument, what do you specifically need? Do you need time to cool off? Do you need time just to realign? Are you someone who needs to talk it out so like for me I may need a little bit time of reflection but then like we need to address the elephant in the room so that we can move on and let go get to know each other's conflict style and then figure out a formula that will work for the both of you they say that successful people are no different 
no different than most people, but what what differentiates them is their ability to overcome challenges. They they face challenges differently. And I say that too as couples. How do how are you going to overcome challenges together and get to know what each other needs and then honor that? If I know that if we get in a conflict, you need some space to reflect, you need some alone time, okay, I may not like that because I want to tuck it out right away, I don't want to go to sleep upset, but if that's what you need, I need to honor that. Or, you know, what do I need that, that you need to honor? Relationships are about creating an and, it's not about an or. But there are elements of compromise that are also very important, but always think about how can I create an and here? How can I get my needs met? and you get your needs met as well. I love you all so much and thank you for joining me and I hope that you have a wonderful week ahead wherever you are and take care.